You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. So DRD Gold coming out with its uh, results today and also issuing us with uh, some real talk, um, real, real talk on how it uh, felt South Africa's economy was being run right now. Essentially saying that the state is in consistent default of its constitutional mandate and that now the state has become a threat to the economy and the quality of life of ordinary South Africans. So quite a uh, very big and bold and uh, critical uh, statement uh, to make about the state right now. And I asked the CEO of DRD Gold, Neil Pistorius, to expand on this and explain what this meant for his company. Listen. I mean, I was trying to be unambiguous and, and not controversial or, you know, sound like I'm, I'm accusing anybody of anything. But, but the fact of the matter is that if you look at the primary responsibility of, of, uh, of government, of the state, uh, in terms of, of just quality of life and the role that it is required to play in terms of growing the economy, the environment that the environment that is required to create for economic growth. Eskom is is in dire straits, and Transnet is is in a complete mess. And as a consequence, uh, ordinary South Africans who are working hard every day have to drive back home from work with no traffic lights, low heating, potholed roads, and then arrive in a in a dark house. The ones who have to make use of public transport doesn't have access to decent public transportation. The, the transnet system has collapsed. The commuter trains no longer run. And nothing's being done about these criminals who are destroying, systematically destroying public transportation. So the question that, that we ask is, so when is this going to change? When are we going to see something decisive being done about this in order to change the quality of life of ordinary South Africans for the better and in order to create an environment within which the economy can grow and where it's safe to deploy the sort of capital that we're deploying without having to also invest capital in these gaps that have been created by state neglect. So, so that's really the line that I'm taking. And it's, it's not intended to be disrespectful or, or demeaning or anything, but these are genuine concerns. We, we employ 3,000 odd people. Many of them have to make use of public transport to get to work every day. And it's a mess. They're not allowed to drive together two or three in a car if it's on a taxi route. Or they get pulled off and they get intimidated and nothing gets done about it. The reason why they have to do that in the first place is because the buses and the trains simply no longer work and there doesn't seem to be anything being done in order to restore them. In fact, free reign to the taxis. I think uh, essentially you're just telling it like uh, it is. I mean, just to uh, leverage off the point that you've made that it's it's no means you trying to be uh, disrespectful, but rather truthful. And I, I just wanted to ask for some further color as to how uh, the state in its current form was impacting uh, your business. I mean, you have spoken about the impact it's having on your employees and the difficulty in some of them getting to work safely. But in terms of the overall operations, what has the impact been? Well, obviously, the electricity issue is, is the biggest issue in the sense that we now have to invest north of a half a billion rand this year and ultimately in excess of a billion, close to two billion rand, in order to, to have access to um, reliable power. So we produce gold, so obviously our product gets flown out of uh, uh, South Africa to our market and also from our operations. So we're not reliant on, on wagons for, for bulk commodities. We, we're not reliant on the railway system and the ports. But the industry is taking some significant 
significant economic body blows because the Minerals Council estimated that it's 51 billion rand last year lost in revenue because of bottlenecks in logistics. Now, companies cannot survive all by its lonesome self. You need an industry because then you create scale for suppliers, for engineering suppliers, etc., etc. Local companies may have to close down their doors and we may have to end up having to import essential components and parts, et cetera, et cetera. So the local economic support structure may ultimately suffer if scale is reduced as a consequence of the fact that there isn't a, a logistical line in terms of which we can get our, our product out. So it's, it's by and large, it's the, um, it's the uh, electricity issue, it's the logistics issue and the impact that it's having on the industry. And then, of course, safety of people, safety of staff, commuting to work, at work, uh, the, the fact that, Cable theft is no longer cable theft. It's now become cable robbery. People are getting shot at if they want to intervene or prevent uh, copper cable theft from taking place. We're not really seeing a special regime being rolled out. Specialist units with specialist prosecutors and rules applying to people who are committing, for all intents and purposes, acts of sabotage and subversion by destroying public infrastructure. We've got to step in and start fixing these things. The roads as well. You know how many people are getting injured? How much? Damage and loss will be suffering because cars are hitting potholes, especially now that it rains and potholes are filling up with water. You don't see them and you drive straight into them. People are dying on our roads. Smaller towns out in the urban areas, uh, the, uh, out in the urban areas, those towns are not getting serviced because firstly the railway line into that town no longer exists, hasn't existed for years. And trucks are finding it harder and harder to, to take supplies into those uh, villages. So they're dying. We, we seeing these, these dark spots developing across our landscape, and ultimately they'll be around us in the, uh, in the cities as well. The government uh, has recently tried to solve for the electricity uh, issue. Uh, in fact, uh, last year, just uh, lifting any limitations on companies to generate their own power, and I can see that uh, DRD Gold is also uh, taking advantage uh, of that, but also more recently announcing uh, interventions to potentially allow SMEs to um, lend from the government households to uh, to lend also to to install the whole their own solar and all that with uh, potential tax breaks. How's it going for you though, in terms of uh, setting up your own power generation uh, capacity? Is is everything on track? Yes, now we are on track. Uh, the delays that we're experiencing are delays in, in sourcing supplies because there's such a huge demand for these things. We had delays up until late last year, also in terms of getting some of the, the permissions put in place. But you just have to uh, keep at it. You have to you have to push forward and in doing that. So with the business, it's it's actually it's going remarkably well, despite the electricity issues, despite the weather, and some uh, regulatory delays that we've experienced. The business actually did quite well. Plants are functioning well. And our teams are committed and they work really hard. So, and, and that's why we want to continue to invest in this. That's why we're not keeping quiet about this. That's why we are saying there's so much at stake here. We simply cannot allow it to, to go to waste. We've got to look after this. We have to reverse these trends. We've got to call our public officials to account and get them to do their work so that we can reverse these trends. Ordinary South Africans are having a tough old time out there. You know, their money's not buying them a lot. Everything is getting more expensive. And they're arriving in dark homes, driving potholed roads with traffic lights that don't work. It's unfair. It's not how it's supposed to be. Sure. It's unfair that you have to use a taxi that's unsafe and that you can't use a bus or a train because it no longer exists and no effort's being made to fix it. It is just not fair. Not after 30 years of democracy and working towards 
this democratic ideal that we had set out to achieve 30 years ago. We're just coming from the uh, State of the Nation address uh, just last week. The uh, blueprint of the current state as to what the country looks like and the plans to make it look better. On the plans to make it look better, are you confident in the blueprint, in the map that this government is looking to follow? And would you add anything to it? I would do two things. I would firstly suggest the government gets out of the way, that they no longer stand in the way and slow things down. Firstly, let the private sector get on with it, because the execution capacity in government's been eroded to the point that it doesn't exist. And secondly, they should focus on law and order, fixing criminality, start locking criminals up. We cannot have people plunder public in, the public infrastructure. It's become a big issue. Our grid's being destroyed. Transit infrastructure is being destroyed. Uh, there's there's a sense of lawlessness that's just not it's not being addressed. And and talking about it and saying how concerned we are about it, it's not doing anything. We have to actually start deploying competent people. Firstly, put a competent person in charge, and then start deploying competent people to address these issues. These criminals have got to be locked up and not be allowed to get back out onto the streets to simply just continue what they were doing the day before and the week before, and start protecting your citizens. Sorry. We got that. We got that as well. No, it's 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 perfectly fine. Uh, the, uh, the the passion that you have <laughs> towards the economy right now and uh, making it uh, better for all and safer for all to uh, live in. But we'll have to leave it there. So thanks so much for your time, Neil Pretorius. He's the CEO of DRD Gold. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at seven p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.